0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome once again to a badge of honor. My name is Joshua. Um, I want to start by reading um, a text for today. And this me- this this message is titled, Ikebod, The Glory Has Departed. And I want to quickly read the text for today from 1 Samuel 4, verse 19 to 22. That's 1 Samuel 4, 19 to 22. And the daughter-in-law, that's Phinehas' wife, was with child, near to be delivered. And when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and travailed, for her pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the woman, the women that stood by her side, by her, said unto her, "Fear not, for thou hast borne a son." But she answered not, neither did she regard it. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, "The glory is departed from Israel, because the ark of God was taken." and because her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, for the ark of God is taken. God bless the reading of his word. And um, I want to begin by saying that Phinehas was the son second son of Eli the priest in Israel and Eli was a priest before Samuel was born Hannah Samuel's mother went to the temple with Samuel's father year by year in order for them um, to fellowship with God and come for the atonement of sin. They came for their yearly sacrifice and yearly worship and Eli was the priest then. And of course, Anna prayed unto God and God answered her prayer and gave her a son Samuel which she said she was going to lend on to God. And God did that and was faithful. And Eli's sons, Hope and Phinehas, that were priests, that were supposed to tend onto um, the outer court and ensure that the temple or the, the, the tabernacle of, of um, David was properly kept, didn't do as they ought to have done. So much so that at a point in time in 1 Samuel 3, it was said that um, God had already spoken unto Eli before 1 Samuel 3 that his, and had warned him about his children because his children were wayward. They slept with the women in the temple, um, the women that came for worship. They were wayward. They were promiscuous. They stole what was brought to the temple. That which wasn't theirs, they took. Um, And they did all manner of things, so much so that uh, God was so displeased with Eli. And um, it was painful because even after God told Eli what his children did, Eli tried rebuking his children for a while. They they, they had gone wayward and they didn't listen to him and they continued in their evil way. But the glory did not just depart in this day and in this part of the text that we read. The glory had long departed because when God does a thing, he continues to warn, he continues to speak, he continues to correct, he continues to give a long rope. I know that I, several times, have always asked God, why is it that good people, that the evil people try and kill, die faster or die quicker than the evil people? It's because the good, God gives them a chance to come home before they go and become bad. So he is willing to take them up and take them home and make sure they make heaven quickly. And the evil people, he gives them a long rope to change. He continues to give a long rope. He continues to give a long rope. Not that he's foolish. Not that he's wicked. Not that he doesn't know what he's doing. But because his mercies endures forever. And because he does not want any soul to die. God's purpose for man is not to go to hell. In fact, I will, I will explain something to you and I will let you have one understanding that you might not have had before. God did not create hell for human beings. Hell was created for angels and angels are eternal beings. Angels cannot repent. Once they sin, they are cast and tossed into hellfire. Hell was not meant for man. Hell was made for eternal beings like angels that could not repent because once they sin, they sin eternally. They do not have room to repent. So that hell was never, ever meant for man. But in the course of time when the devil fell, the devil knows that he's already condemned and he's trying to populate hell with as many people as possible. So he's trying for us to commit eternal sin, meaning that if you do not accept the Lord as your God and personal savior and you let the glory of God depart, then there is only one thing that is certain. Damnation is certain. And so um, at the point where Hope Finney's wife labored it was at the point when the children of Israel had gone to war against the, children of, uh, against the Philistines. And at first, when they, were, when they formed an array and went to battle, the Philistines defeated 4,000 of the Israelites. And the Israelites, the elders gathered and said, Why is it that these Philistines kill us? Unknown to them was the fact that the glory had departed. Because before this time, Eli, Hophni, Phineas, and Phineas had caused an abomination in the holy place of God. In the inner court, they had allowed for there to for light to go out of the inner court. The light in the inner court was never to go out. The light reveals or or or, or symbolizes revelation. The light symbolizes alertness. The light symbolizes goodness. And the light that that shone from the menorah, uh, which is the candlestick, was supposed to be was supposed to be kept alive. Was supposed to be checked on a daily basis. Was supposed to be um, checked by the high priest, and to make sure that the weak of the menorah, of the, of the lampstands were changed on a daily basis and the light from, uh, the outer court, which was from the altar, um, was brought in to, to light up, um, the, the menorah and the oil, which the Lord had already spoken of was supposed to also be replenished and changed on a daily basis to make sure that the light didn't go out and the light represents revelation the light represents glory the light represents the, the the presence of god so that in the place of the presence of god they allowed the light to go out so god had marked that but the glory did not depart until Eli did not do anything and i will let i will i will speak about first samuel three and verse nine. In verse three, God called unto Samuel. Samuel was a young boy and the Bible says that he he had not even yet known the word of God. He was so young, he was a prophet in training and God was even training him to take up the place of Phineus and Phineas and they were not even aware of it don't let another man take your glory don't let another man take your place god says if no man will worship me that i can even raise up stones uh, to to be in their stead don't let a stone take your place let us continually ensure that we repent and we we we, we um we, we, we continue to repent and we continue to ensure that our salvation is intact on a daily basis. That's why Apostle Paul says, Let him that thinketh to stand, take heed, lest he falls. Because on a daily basis, just like the prophet, just like the priest, will ensure that the light of the candlestick does not go out to ensure fresh revelation to ensure fresh word, to ensure that the presence of God remains with man, to ensure that the place is lit so that we can walk circumspectly and that the Lord will direct and order our steps so that we will not go the wrong way, so that we will not go in the wrong path. Because when we get to a crossroad, the crossroad is where multiple roads or at least four roads meet. And we do not know and we have not been to that way before. It is the Holy Ghost that can show us the way and the path uh, to take in which we will not waste time. Because when we let the Lord lead us, when we let the Spirit of the Lord take us into the place of the glory, that is when we will accelerate, that is when we will move fast, no matter how bumpy or how slim or how narrow or how curvy that road is it is not the road that is wide and and we move fast that is the right way it is not the road that a lot of people are going by that is the right way the right way is the way that the lord has set before us and that is why the psalm is said in psalm 23 he says the lord is my shepherd And when you make the Lord your shepherd, make him direct your path and order your steps, take you into the place of glory. The place of glory is also where you find revelation. The place of glory is also where his his presence is. And in the place of his presence, there's fullness of joy at his right hand. There are pleasures evermore. It is at his place that we can grow. It is at his place and at his feet that is the most high place. It is at his place and in the place of glory that we can be Fulfilled. It is the place of his glory and goodness that we can flourish, we can germinate, we can take root. It is at the place of his glory we can be fruitful, we can establish, we can have dominion, we can multiply and replenish. It is at his place of his glory, at the place where his glory is, that we can multiply. And replenish the earth and have dominion, like he said at the time of beginning before Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden, and uh, the glory had departed even before the time that the Ark of Covenant was taken, because when the elders spoke, that why is it that the Philistines defeated us and killed four thousand of our men? They said, "Okay, let us go to the to the to the to the temple to the to the tent." And let us bring the Ark of Covenant into the battle place. And once they did that, since the glory had departed, they had put a heap of, of, uh, of God's indignation upon themselves. So not only was the Philistines fighting against them, but also the wrath of God was against them. And the Bible says that the wrath of God is against them for good that forsake him. And it says, Woe unto him that put his hand in an arm of flesh. So that not only was the 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 Philistines against the Israelites, once they brought the Ark of Covenant into the battlefield, the Lord also fought against the Philistines. When the glory departs, when there is an Ichabod, when there is an ejection of the glory of God, then man begins to suffer. Man begins to see sickness. Man begins to see poverty. Man begins to to, to walk on the ground and it is so hard because it was until the time that man fell in the garden of Eden that the ground was cursed for the sake of man. It was at that point that God multiplied the, 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 the problem of woman at childbirth. The glory departed when Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden partook of the fruit. The glory departed from David when... He counted the people when God had not told him to count the people. The glory departed from the house of David when he took Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, and he took the husband and put him in the hottest, hottest plate of the battle for him to be killed. So much so that the baby that was supposed to have been a thing of joy and was supposed to have multiplied David was killed by God himself. And it was then that... In, in in the matter of fruit of the womb for Bathsheba, the glory departed. The glory can depart when you fail just because, not because you did not walk hard, but because you did not walk circumspectly before God, because you did not take God first. Uh, the glory can depart when you do not allow God to have his way in your life. The glory can depart when you are absent of the Holy Spirit in your life in this dispensation. The glory can depart when you have not accepted the Lord as your personal savior. You cannot have a glory infusion. So you do not have cardboard. You have what you call e cardboard e cardboard is the glory has departed. Cardboard is when glory is present. So we want to pray that God gives us a situation of cupboard in our life. And you can't have cupboard in this dispensation without our Lord Jesus Christ. You can't have cupboard in this dispensation without the Holy Ghost in you. You can't have cupboard in this situation if you live outside the presence of God. You can't have cupboard if you do not allow God's will to be done and you do not live in the ways that the Lord has has proclaimed. And this is why Solomon said in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 13, he said the conclusion of the matter is this, fear the Lord and keep his commandment. That is only when the glory, when cupboard will be put in you. A man that you see that walks with, with, with least effort, and enjoys maximum benefit is the man that cupboard is upon his life. So let us pray today that a situation of e will not be in our life. It is a situation of giving birth before time. It is a situation of birthing a child that will not see glory. It is a situation of bringing forth something that will not prosper or profit us we might work hard at it but it does not it does not point to our goodness our upliftment i pray that the lord will make sure that kabod is the situation that we face and not a situation of ikabod where the glory had departed so the glory actually departed from Eli eli long before he witnessed it physically and the Bible says when they told him that Hophni and Phinehas had died in the battle, because when the children of Israel went again to the battle with the Ark of God, God was against them, the Philistines were against them. This time around, the Philistines killed 30,000 of the Israelites, including Hophni and Phinehas, and they also captured the Ark of Covenant. And Eli, on hearing this, he heard that his two sons had died in one day and when he heard also that the ark of god had been had been captured he fell over backwards because the bible says he was a heavy man he was fat and he was 98 years of age and he fell on his neck and he died there because the glory had long departed the time the glory long departed if you look at first samuel 3 and verse 9 you will find out verse verse 9 you will find out from First Samuel three from three to nine, you find out that God called on Samuel three times. Eli was not dead, but God spoke to Samuel, and God said, "Call Samuel," even when he had not even known the word of God. And it is an abnormality for God to speak to the second in command when the first in command is still alive. God normally speaks to the head. It is the head that has the ears. It is the head that has the eyes. It's the head. That should see where the body is going. It is the head that should hear from God. But God bypassed Eli in in 1 Samuel 3 and verse 3 to verse 9, and He started speaking to the young boy Samuel because He had chosen him above Eli, Hophni, and Phineas. So that in verse 9, in verse 17, when Eli came and said, Please do not lie to me. What did the Lord say? And he said, The Lord said, Your kingdom, there shall be nobody alive to be a priest anymore. And um, instead of Eli to pray like David would have done, he would have gone on his knees. Nobody knew how to repent like David. He would have gone on his knees and repented. Eli said, he is the Lord, in verse 17, 1 Samuel 3:17. He is the Lord. Let him do what is good unto him. Instead of him to fall on his knee and ask for forgiveness for his children and for himself, he let it go. Anytime the Lord says unto you that you have done wrong, fall on your knees, repent, ask for mercy. The Lord might change himself. The Lord might reverse his word. The Lord my bring back cupboard to you. Ichabod had happened and had taken root in the house of Eli long before it was made manifest physically. Praise the name of the Lord.